0: Welcome, everyone. You're listening to the Empowered Word of Faith podcast. Good evening, everyone. This is Evangelist Alfreda Lockett-Evans, and I'm from Full Gospel Holy Temple Church in Dallas, Texas. The title of tonight's podcast is The Whorish Woman of Proverbs 6 and 26. Well, everyone. I know I certainly got your attention with that title for a podcast, didn't I? Well, hopefully this podcast will help on three levels. First, it is addressed to the man who is contemplating stepping out on God and his wife and going after a woman who is not his wife. Next, it is addressed to the woman who's acting like the Horish woman of Proverbs 6 and 26. And finally, it is hoped that this podcast encourages both lady and male ministers to obey God and preach what he says to preach. We always have to trust God for the outcome anyway. To begin, let's look at one of the scriptures in the Bible that addresses the issues of a whorish woman. Proverbs 6 and 26 says, For by means of a whorish woman, a man is brought to a piece of bread and the adulteress will hunt for the precious life. There are several interpretations of the first portion of the scripture, but one commentary makes it clear that going into a prostitute has the potential for bringing a man to poverty, and that's Dakes. The second portion of the same scripture talks about the adulteress, who either is looking for a better life for herself or who is looking for the kind of man who is exalted or at a higher position in life than herself. In either case, the person is not that whorish woman's husband. Merriam-Webster defines a whore as a woman who engages in sexual acts for money or one who has unlawful sexual intercourse as a prostitute. An adulteress is a woman who is married and commits the act of adultery which is voluntary sexual intercourse between herself and someone other than her current spouse. The whorish woman or the adulteress has no esteem for herself or for God. She either is not aware of, really, or has no regard for the fact that there are several consequences for the sin in which she is involved. Her soul is headed for the lake of fire. We really don't need to discuss the fact that low-level life activities such as drugs, alcohol, disease, debauchery, and physical abuse are all associated with prostitution, do we? The woman who is living this lifestyle must get saved and turn her life around before it is too late for her. If not, she will die, then lift up her eyes in hell. And for that foolish young church girl or even older woman who thinks she can have unlawful sex and it's all unlawful if it's not according to God's law of marriage and still be saved, the answer is, oh, no, not so. Here's a spoiler alert. A boyfriend or fiance is not your husband. Stop all of that before you're legally married. Don't be the whore or adulteress identified in Proverbs 6 and 26. Now, here's a word to godly men who are being pushed by Satan to get involved with the whorish woman. Sir, you already know that what you're considering is wrong. Whether contemplating involvement with the whorish woman or anyone other than your own wife, God will not hold you blameless. If you are married, She's not worth the destruction of your home, the lives of your children, or your own life. And that does not even mention the fact that God sits high and he looks low. Remember, God misses nothing. For those who are or have been involved, repent quickly and get right with God. It's really a matter of life and death. Is a word to encourage lady ministers as well as male ministers to preach what God says for us to preach. Early in my ministry, even before I knew that God had called me as a prophetess, I was invited to speak at a meeting that involved several different churches of different denominations. I felt very honored as I started to prepare my message. I was told to speak about women from the Bible. The choice of how many or which ones to present was up to me. I thought about Mary, the mother of Jesus, Deborah, the valiant woman of God, Anna, and several others that seemed befitting such an occasion. But as I began to seek God about which one he wanted me to present and which topic I should choose, the only name I heard was the Horish woman of Proverbs 6.26. I was like, what? Oh, no, really? I knew that that would not be what the ladies wanted to hear at their special event. For a couple of weeks, I struggled with my presentation, but I finally came to realize that I had to obey God. This was actually a test for me, and I certainly did not want to fail. The night of the event came, and the pulpit was loaded with male pastors. The ladies from several churches were there, all dressed to the nines. And there I was, shaking in my shoes, knowing that the message that I had was not at all what they wanted or expected. What was my topic? A whorish woman will bring you to a piece of bread. Well, I was shaking in my shoes, but I was determined to obey God. I shook myself on up to the rostrum and I delivered the word that God gave me. Now, you know what that was like. You could have heard a pin drop in that sanctuary. The stares of unbelief and the icy cold atmosphere of the room was almost palpable. I finished my message with as much power as I could muster, and I took my seat. I felt about two inches tall during the reception that followed the event. Now, while everyone was cordial, the ice in the room was very, very strong. As I stood against the wall thinking about an appropriate time to ease myself out of the gathering, one of the pastors came up beside me and whispered in my ear. He said, Miss, I thank God for that message. He repeated it several times. Miss, I thank God for that message. Miss, I thank God for that message. And as he shook my hand, our eyes connected, and I knew that he was trying to tell me that the message was a warning for him. Oh, my goodness. Suddenly, it did not matter what everyone else in the room thought of my message. I stood up a little taller and realized that I had actually passed the test. Most importantly, a man's life was possibly saved from shame or destruction, and God was pleased with me. Fellow men and women of God, we are God's ministers, and in spite of whether or not others receive the message that God sends, our responsibility is to God, and we must obey Him. We have to take a, our step out on faith and do what God tells us to do. Kind of like this podcast tonight. Wonder who this word is for. Hmm. May God bless you all.